morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us today. It's such a great day, and it's so good to have you here, and and I just thank you for listening. I'm Jill Lowry, and you're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. Today, we're going to continue the series about new life in Christ. And I've brought in a special guest, a friend of mine, who's going to talk about how we can make our heart his home. And so I want to um, encourage you to listen today, and I know that you'll be encouraged by our special guest. But before I interview her, I would like to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and he will bring the Bible to life for you. I'll open us in a word of prayer, and we will get started this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you that we know that our heart can be yours when we make you our home. And Lord, we're so excited for what you're doing in each of our lives as we invite you to live inside of us and we have new life in you. And so, Lord, we are so excited to just share our hearts today. And I'm excited for my special guest, Anna. She comes and opens her heart about some things in her life and her ministry and how she has made you part of her everyday life in her home with her family. And so, Lord, we just love you and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm excited to introduce my next guest, and I had the pleasure of hearing her talk to over a hundred women at our Heart to Heart Women's Gathering about a month ago, and it was just so wonderful. She kicked off our Heart to Heart Women's Ministry, which we meet the first Tuesday of every month at First Baptist Church, Mount Vernon, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., and everyone is welcome. We will have another one later in November, the first Tuesday of November, and then the first Tuesday of December. So I'm excited to have her speak today. I loved what she talked about at the September meeting, and we're going to talk about that and more. So good morning, Anna. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you. Good. It's good to see you today. So Anna Tidwell, you uh, have been here in this community how long? Oh, I moved to Mount Vernon in... 2014. Yeah, time flies, doesn't it? Yeah, so I've been here a while. Yes. So you've seen some incredible growth and and some revival here, especially in this community. So Mm -hmm. tell us what you do, first of all, in this church, in this community, and what you've seen. I am the children's pastor here at First Baptist Church, and um, I've been here almost two years now. So when February comes around, it'll be two years. And um, I, I just, it's, there's been like this wind kind of moving through our community and I know it's the Holy Spirit and it's, and it's, um, reviving and it's just, um, it's amazing to watch. I've noticed a lot of my generation, you know, I'm close to 40, but I'm kind of a late mom and, um, but my generation has moved back to this town. I've noticed that. Yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah. And so we're raising our babies here and we're becoming a community and we're, you know, it's just, and we're getting involved. So Mm -hmm. it's been, it's been exciting to see. And, and I'm not from Mount Vernon, but, and the time that I've been here, I was part of like this wave of people who were getting married and having mm-hmm. kids. And, you know, we were all part of this just community group, you know, just mm-hmm. getting to know each other. And um, it was funny because most of our husbands now, they were fiancés or boyfriends or, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And they, um, 
would become friends and then they were like oh we got to get the girls together so that way we can go hunting you know things like that you know so it's it's been pretty funny it's been good too I mean I've made some um, lifelong friends and I know that that is um, divinely appointed Mm -hmm. you know definitely yeah God puts us where we need to Mm -hmm. be and isn't it wonderful to just see that happen and so you're the children's ministry you said it'll be almost two years Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. what made you step into this role? I mean, obviously you had kids that were in the program yes. and you got uh-huh. to see some things and yeah. tell us the, the story behind that. Well, I became a Christian in college and okay. um, I devoted my life to Christ in college. And, you know, I had kind of one of those weird turning of life moments when, you know, you become a Christian and a lot of people think, you know, things are going to just be so easy. And mine wasn't. Mine was hard. It, yeah. it was almost harder, you know, to live, mm-hmm. to be a Christian. But um, God just, he kept putting things and people in my path to to keep me down a very narrow road. And I became very, very active in the college ministry that I, the little church that I started mm-hmm. going to. And um, they had maybe, maybe 10 college students had come and they were typically um, local kids, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but we were in a college town. And so my friend and I, we... We got to go in there and loved it, you mm-hmm. know. And so we just started inviting people, inviting people. And by the time we graduated from college there, that college ministry was running around 65 or 70 college students. Oh, wow. So you got to see the growth Oh, there. it was I huge. That was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it starts with a few people oh, yeah. just having um, just that passion for, for getting others to know Christ sure. and just— Mm-hmm. You know, spreading the word, come do this, and then it just grows. It, yes. That's what revival is. That oh, one yeah, spark, absolutely. and then it grows. The fire, mm-hmm. the flame starts. And it, the wind of revival. It is. It's, it. it's really cool. And you know what made it really fun is that the leaders of that college ministry were um, – if they, if they heard this today, they would they would probably laugh. But they were uh-huh. kind of like our grandparents. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> and so they were nervous to be a part of the college uh-huh. ministry. But I'll tell you what, the two because it was two couples, but the wives knew if i feed these kids they're gonna come exactly and so they did they fed us Uh every time they knew we were meeting they you know there was a meal there and it just kept growing and growing Mm -hmm. and so it was really fun and and to this day i mean we have made some just amazing friendships Mm -hmm. you know is it still going strong where where was that it was in san marcos texas okay yes i know after i graduated and moved away i really haven't been back Uh that direction Mm -hmm. so i mean just to visit here and there um but i I don't actually know how it's doing Mm -hmm. now um but i do know that it does it just takes a couple people Mm -hmm. yeah and so do you see the same thing happening here with the yes. younger, yeah, ch- yeah. with the children? What age group do you minister to? <laughs> well, I have a very broad range. <laughs> yeah, so what? I go bed babies all the way to um, sixth graders. Okay. And our sixth graders, we've kind of split, but we mm-hmm. have, yeah, I minister to all of them. Yes, it's a lot. And it's mm-hmm. a huge developmental age range, a huge need range. You know, it's mm-hmm. all different. But so that's how I got started in the ministry, though, is in college, um, our college minister knew that I worked to pay for college. Mm -hmm. And so he came to me and he said, I really need an intern. Awesome. And so I became his intern, which in, when you um, look at it, it actually became the children's minister for that church. So he gave me all the young ones and he took all the old ones. Uh And so I started there and I was so young in my Mm -hmm. walk with the Lord that it was hard. Mm -hmm. The ministry is hard. Anyway, so that I, I did that for a couple of years, finished out my college career, and um, 
And then when I left there, I thought, I will never do that again. <laughs> and here you are doing I know. it again. Yeah. But you have yeah. children of your own. I do. I have three kids of my own. And, and you know um, the importance mm-hmm. of training up your children in the Lord. Yes. And, and you know, and there was a need. So mm-hmm. I was sitting in the congregation, and my husband's with me, and my kids are finally old enough where I can kind of leave them, and they don't cry every time. Right. You know? And uh, he... They kept kind of from the pulpit saying stuff about, you know, we'd really like to kids' church start up again. We'd like this to happen. We'd like this to happen. And I'd get a nudge. You know, you could do that. You know, and I'm like, yeah, you could too. You know, my (laughs) husband, you know. And so he did. He kept nudging me and saying, you know, you could could do that. You know, you know how to do that, you know, and that kind of stuff. So um, he is, he's always been um, such a... A rock for me. My husband mm-hmm. has been. Aww, yeah. That's neat. So and so, y'all are a team. And oh, y'all yes. do it together. Mm-hmm. And that, I, I see yeah. y'all every during the middle of the service. Y'all will get not yeah. middle, but when they're singing the song, mm-hmm. it's time for the children to yes. go. Y'all get up mm-hmm. and they all follow. It's so mm-hmm. fun to watch all the kids, yeah. and it, it has grown. It has grown. Yes, I've noticed it just at how many kids yes. are coming. So tell me what you teach them on Sundays when you when you take them is the oh. same thing that. The pastor, Pastor Pepper's teaching mm-hmm. absolutely from yes. the pulpit, right? Mm-hmm. You try yeah. to stay in tune with that. Yeah. That's so we I'm... meet weekly. Pepper and I meet weekly, uh, Brother Pepper, and we um, he sits down and he gives me his outline, gives me kind of his main points. Yes, and then I take that and I dissect it and turn it into a kid friendly version. Oh, good. And then I dissect okay. it again and turn it into a preschool version. Okay. So even our little bitty ones are getting the sermon, some part of the sermon that mm. would, you know, for their developmental right. stage, you know. And that is really neat because yeah. then they can go home oh, right. and the parents yeah. can know what they're talking about. They can kind mm-hmm. of communicate. And it's so important mm-hmm. that families talk about right. Jesus and what they're learning about mm-hmm. him and read the Bible together. Yeah, too. And, and it eliminates the awkwardness of, so what did you learn? And then every kid goes, I don't know. You know? Yeah. yeah. So you don't do then the that parent anymore. can right. say, well, did you talk about? Uh-huh. Yes. Or you just start talking about it, mm-hmm. you know, and then mm-hmm. your kid will continue the conversation with you. Yes. And I think that's something that I was intimidated by and mm-hmm. um, most parents, grandparents, I mean, anybody oh, yeah. with kids are intimidated by is trying to strike up a conversation when you get one word answers. Right. And so if you eliminate that barrier, Mm-hmm. Then you just have a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's what I guess I want to encourage everyone. It's just talk, just talk about it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that, yeah, and that, openly talk about it. Yeah, I think a yeah. lot of families they go to church together, but then they don't talk about mm-hmm. it all week. Right. Sure. It just it goes. And so what mm-hmm. you're saying is sit down as a family mm-hmm. and talk about yeah. what you learned. You know, like mm-hmm. what. What have y'all done recently, like Mm -hmm. say in September, y'all were talking about what? Talking about Paul was in prison. Mm -hmm. And really what happened in September, I had the opportunity to get to go to the jail and watch uh, one of the inmates get baptized. And since I'm homeschooling this year, Uh um, my son Bear, he's a third grader, he gets to come with me. And so on the way there, we got to talk about how this man has a new life in Christ and he's going to get to be baptized and we're going to go celebrate with him. We don't know him, but we do now. He's mm-hmm. our brother, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for my son to watch an inmate in his in his clothes, you know, mm-hmm. get baptized. And then we got in the car and he says, Mama, does this mean he's going to be free? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, his soul is. Because yeah. guess where he gets to go now? And he was like, oh yeah, heaven. And then I get to relate it to Paul because, you know, we've been studying it. Mm-hmm. And he's been hearing it and studying mm-hmm. it, and he get and he said, "You're right. Even Paul was in prison, wasn't he?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yeah, 
you know? Mm-hmm. So everything in life relates to the Bible. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, our theme this month is new life in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so as you're telling me this story about this inmate, you yeah. know, getting saved, you know, you have some kind of tears in your yeah. eyes oh, and, yeah, it, and yeah. it's just, it is so amazing. Do you remember your own baptism? Um, was yes. it in college? It was, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was, I was a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was I. I was yeah. 18. And yeah. I'm glad I was older. You yes. know, yes, I yeah. wish I would have known Christ in my earlier oh, days. Sure. Believe me, yeah. I, my life would have been a lot sure. different. But the fact that I was older now, I just, it's just, it's so amazing. And that coming mm-hmm. up from the waters and mm-hmm. just knowing, okay, I, I'm going to live for Christ. It's a public profession of faith. Right. Yeah. And just being free. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like what, yeah. because what your you know, son was saying. Yeah, it it's because our freedom. Our bondage in, on earth is is always gonna be there. Mm-hmm. But our soul doesn't have to be in bondage. That's right. You know, and that and that's the part that I hope that my I can instill in my little ones mm-hmm. at an early age, you know, yeah. so that they can live in victory and they don't have to live in defeat. Because right. so many of us live in defeat still, even though we're saved. Right. You know? We do. We mm-hmm. do. And that's not from God. No, at it's all. not. Absolutely He not. wants us to mm-hmm. all have new life in Him. So if you're mm-hmm. listening today and you're not sure if you know Christ, if you've invited Him into your heart, you can do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you're never too old to do that. Oh, ever. absolutely not. And, yeah. and and the time is now because, you know, we do know he will return. Mm-hmm. And we all want to be That's right. with him and saved and, and have that salvation. Mm-hmm. Is your uh, son ready to be baptized yet? Oh, Bear did. He already, he has been. Oh. Yeah, he oh. got baptized um, last year. Oh, did he? Uh-huh. Okay. He is my old soul. Mm-hmm. He's a very sweet kid. Yes. Yeah. How he, old is he? He's nine now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he um, came to us, and we delayed him and delayed him. And, you know, I didn't realize why we were delaying his baptism. Right. Until uh, my husband and I had a conversation. I was like, because this changes things for us mm-hmm. as parents. It does. Because the day that he declares it means that we're responsible for his discipleship. Yes. You know, we've got to make point. sure that, yeah, we've got to make sure that we're doing the right thing to raise mm-hmm. him correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that so many times, and, and that's been kind of my battle cry, I guess, as a children's minister is, I would love to leave your child to Christ, but I want you to lead your child to Christ. Mm-hmm. I want you to disciple your kid. Right. Now, I will help you and guide you and encourage you along the way, but I'm not with your child, but just a few hours mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. You're with your child all the time. Yeah. You are the one that needs to disciple your kid. Right. You know, okay. like, and so that's kind of been my my goal mm-hmm. as a children's minister is to release the the power that people think we have as ministers in a church and give it to the parents yes. and say, listen, you've got it too. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So let's go over that. How can we disciple our children at home? Give us some tips that, okay. that if people are listening and like, okay, well, what do I do? Number one, read the Bible with them. Okay. Yes. Read the Bible. Absolutely. And you talked about that in yeah. September to our women's group. And that is so important. So if you were to advise someone, you know, that has children, where do you start? Do you go ahead and get a real Bible or a children's Bible? Well, it, it, kinda, know, it because, depends on the age group, right? So right. if you have little ones, like for in our home, we started reading the storybook Bible. Okay, yes. Day one. Because they can understand. Yes, and, and they it's re- picture relate. form. Yes. yes. So definitely start with that. Mm-hmm. And we read, we would read it start to finish, and uh-huh. we probably read it, I, I don't know how many times a year we'd read. I mean, we'd go through the whole Bible in the storybook form so many times in a year, right? So, um, And then now that Bear can read on his own, mm-hmm. we've advanced him to 
an older, you know, a Bible right. he can actually read, you know. And the ones we use here at the church are NIV, and they're the Adventure Bible for kids. So mm-hmm. they've still got some fun facts mm-hmm. and some pictures and stuff. But they are they are scripture um, and not in story form. And what books would you recommend they start with? The Gospels? Sure. Matthew, yeah, you can Mark, start with the Gospel. But I also think Genesis, I, you know, and I'll encourage kids uh-huh. too. I'll say start in Genesis. Genesis. Mm-hmm. And then after Adam and Eve get kicked out of the garden, then go to John. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone needs to know the beginning, yes, right? You yes. need to know and about how, sin right. and what happened mm-hmm. and why we are yeah. in the need of a savior. Why we need yes. Jesus and why He yeah. came, and mm-hmm. that's a good advice. I yeah. like that. So that I mean, and everybody's got their own opinion, you right, know, About right. where you should start, but for me, developmentally, I feel like kids can grasp that, right? You know, definitely. so they'll see what happens, mm-hmm. and they see the sin, and that we got kicked out in sin, but then they immediately see the salvation, right? You know, or the rescuing okay. that comes. So. so that would be number one is mm-hmm. getting the Bible. Yep. Then you talked about something when you were talking to us about teachable moments. Oh, and yes. I think that uh-huh. is so important. So explain what you mean a teachable by that. Moment. Yes. A teachable moment is anything that happens. And, and I kind of joke sometimes because sometimes it's silly. You know, it can be like you're walking down the road and you see a, a, a bird fly by. Right. And you'll say, did y'all see that bird? Uh-huh. What colors were it? You know, and yeah. we talk about the colors of the bird. And then we'll say, who made that bird? Mm-hmm. You know, God created that bird. Who else did God create? Yeah. Oh, he created me. You're right. He created you. So always get you know? back to God. Oh, yeah. We yes. always do mm-hmm. it. You know, so it can be simple like that or like the prison thing. It gets bigger, you mm-hmm. know, and as they get older, you get deeper. And as their relationship builds with Christ, you can get deeper with those teachable moments. Like, you know, not everybody would. Under- I couldn't have taken my four-year-old to watch the inmate get baptized. Right. You know, because developmentally, she didn't get it. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. my nine-year-old, he gets mm-hmm. it. He understands sin at this point, you know, and so he's, he was at a moment where that was very teachable. Wow. You know, he'll never forget that. No. uh -uh. So that's what teachable moments are. It's just a day by day all the time. There's no curriculum for it. You know, we just have to remember to say it. Mm-hmm. and explain it and um, create a conversation about it. Right. You know? And then live it out. And live it out. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the example. Yes. I'm because, sh- you know, one thing, uh, the example thing is huge for me because I am a doer. You know, I like to go. I like mm-hmm. to do. Yes. I like to be active. And um, one thing that I have established with even my little bitty ones is we've started volunteering at the local food bank. Mm-hmm. It's a good place for my little ones to understand cleaning up and serving and, and helping mm-hmm. stack things and providing and building relationships with people that are out of their generation, you know, and um, it, it's just been so good for them to see that there's sometimes people have a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not always just easy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they need to know that at a little age that all you have to do is just love people. That's right. You that's know? right. Just yeah. love them. Mm-hmm. And the serving is a way that we can disciple because you're showing mm-hmm. the, how you love people right. by serving and putting others before yourself. You know, mm-hmm. we live in a generation, oh, yes. the me generation. You right. talked a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said that it's not about us. It's not Mm-mm. about me. That's really not from God. No, it's not. You know, the self-love mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. trying to put yourself first. It's not that, you know, you don't love who you are and try to do but but you don't put yourself above God, number one, or people. Right. Well, and, I mean, there's even examples in the in the Bible where Jesus had to take a break yeah. for himself. Mm-hmm. And, and pray. And pray. He yeah. would go to the mountain and pray. Yes, that's right. He would rest. take a break for himself to recharge, to yes. get himself back in line so that he could go and do God's work. Right. You know, to do right. his work. I mean, that that's part 
Mm-hmm. So that kind of self is different, you know. Right, right, right. right. But we're talking about self-centeredness. Oh, yes. Uh-huh, that, yeah. Because when you see how others are in need it, and you help and you serve, it just mm-hmm. it, giving is so much better than receiving. I mean, you see that. Mm-hmm. It's just in action. The other thing I'm sure you would say um, is prayer. Yes, absolutely. Praying at yes. home, praying mm-hmm. together, you yes. know, modeling prayer for your mm-hmm. children. Yeah. Don't let them be afraid to pray out loud. That's you know, right. a lot of adults that are afraid. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to be one of them. Yes. I would not want to pray out loud because I didn't do it at home. It was one sure. of those things we just, it's like most people didn't, yeah. you know, at, yeah. that I knew. And it, not just at the dinner table, but mm-hmm. really praying together. And mm-hmm. so... I think that's an important part. It is. It's really important. And, and we even, you know, uh, when they're little bitty, I, you know, a repetitive prayer I think is okay. Yeah, I do too. Because it helps them mm-hmm. see that it's it's okay. Yes. You know, and it starting gets them. Small yeah, it's starting and small them. and getting to know. And sometimes you don't have all the words right. to say. But then you'll be amazed at, with that repetitive prayer, what they start adding to it. And yeah, you know? that's so cute. So it's cute. It's cute. Yeah. And then the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. At what yeah. age do you recommend teaching that? Like, I didn't learn it till, gosh, outside of college, after I really gave my life to Christ, I didn't really know it by heart. Yeah, what's pretty funny is um, I, I think I learned it in elementary school. Because I was the friend who got taken to church. Oh, yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. And I learned it at a um, children's camp one okay. summer in elementary one summer, school. Great. Yeah. yeah. Kids yeah. can soak it up yeah. and memorize it. Yes, you, they can. Is that it's one good. thing? Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I just really, I think the more memorization that we encourage, the better. I'm not great at it. I wish I was so much better at scripture memory. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of those things that if I could memorize the whole Bible, I would. <laughs> oh, same, same. Yeah, yeah start you know. little at a yes, time. You, you can yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. But so, I know. But kids yeah. can write. Have you noticed? Yes. They're really oh, good. they're very. I remember yeah. you saying that they can really open the Bible and just they can, they know. They know it. They're mm-hmm. starting to know it the yes. way that they're being introduced to it mm-hmm. and, and taught oh, yeah. the words. Well, and we physically open our Bibles mm-hmm. every time we're together on Sundays. Good. And, you know, a lot of times it takes some time. Mm-hmm. But as we've been doing it, we've been doing it pretty solid for about a year now since I've been mm-hmm. on there. Because I talked to the adults and I was like, that have been volunteering. I said, what is one thing you wish we would do and let the kids get better? And they were like, open their Bibles. Good. I love and so, that. so we do it. And they you can know? find oh, yeah. the books. Oh, yeah. We find okay. it. And, and we teach them how to use their Bibles. You know, mm-hmm. like if you don't know where that. Because there's some of those little books are hard to find. Oh, yeah. You I know? have trouble yes. finding some. Like some of them are just, you know, the things get stuck together. So we teach them skills on how uh-huh. to navigate through a Bible, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. and make it where it's not intimidating. Right. Yeah. And is there any other thing you would suggest for discipling? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think that's pretty much it. I, I would um, caution parents and grandparents to not rely on just the church to do it. Right. You know, I it's mean, because we have these, you know, um, with these classes we like to call, mm-hmm. like we need new Christian classes. or And, and those are great. Right. And there's nothing right. wrong with those. But they're just a workbook. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're just a week to maybe mm-hmm. a month long, you know, but... But the, the discipleship has to happen all the time because right. even as an adult, I'm being discipled. Amen. You know, yes, I have people who mentor are. on you yes. know with me and who I look up to, and I'm discipled every day. And and I mm-hmm. feel like we should be. Mm-hmm. You know, we're never going to be to completion until we right. die. You know, that's true. 
And if you feel like you are to completion, then you probably should think about it. Yeah, because we're all learning (laughs) and getting closer. Yeah, I love reading the Bible because it it really brings me closer to God. Mm -hmm. My relationship with Him grows. And I hear Him speaking Mm -hmm. in the pages of the Bible. Yes. And there's Mm -hmm. sometimes, like, in the middle of the night, I'll, like, some scripture will come to mind. The other night, Psalm 53, Psalm 53, I'm like, well, why? So I read it, and... You know, it was about, you know, truly God looks around to see, does anyone understand? Is it yeah. who is seeking after me? Mm. So that's kind of been my big thing now mm-hmm. is seek, God saying, mm-hmm. seek me, you know, seek yeah. me, seek me in everything that you do. Put me first. And I know you talked about that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how important it is to put God first. He is the one that should be building our homes. That's right. Every brick of it. Uh-huh. And, you know, in everything you look at, if, if God's not building it, it's going to fall down. That's true. And it may not do it today, but it's going to do it eventually, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. So, I mean, that's, I can look at my little family and Montana and I've been married for 10 years now. So I can look at all the ups and downs that we've had, but the solid has been our foundation in Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had, we've had some hard times that Mm -hmm. have come our way, you know. Um, It's funny because in the scripture that I talked in at the, at Heart to Heart in September, I found a little note in in psalm 127 next Mm -hmm. to it that said please bless my womb again because i went through a season of miscarriages you know one right after another and Mm -hmm. and i was having a really hard time and i just you know it was hard that was one of the hardest things you know Mm -hmm. to encounter for Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. and um to know that that there was a there had to be a plan right you know but i did you know and so when i opened this up to teach on it it really you know that brought up a lot of old stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's one thing I love about my Bible is because I do write notes in there and I do, you know, underline and have yeah, little so things, you know. And then you re- it helps you to remember. Because we could write in a journal, and that's great too, but mm-hmm. we never we may not know where that journal is at the sure, time. Absolutely. And then when you opened it, it was it was right there. So mm-hmm. on that scripture, it's Psalm 127. It is. It does talk about, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. That's right. Mm-hmm. And how important it is. What, what is your favorite verse of this? What, what really speaks to you in, in 127? Well, today, the, the verse that speaks to me was verse 4. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. And I talked a lot. I talked a lot about that. How you know to think that God has given me children that I am supposed to raise up and fight for Him one day, right? Is amazing, isn't it? Amazing, yeah, it is. And it's and, it's such a gift. Yes. And that whole imagery of an arrow shooting where the archer can't go, right? Is you know, and you think I'm going to send my kids out to a place that I can't go, but mm-hmm. God's going to equip them. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just amazing to me. It really is. I like verse 3. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb I reward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I too had miscarriages between mm-hmm. my two kids. Mm-hmm. And I, my husband and I prayed and prayed and prayed mm-hmm. because we, you know, you know mm-hmm. how it feels. It's hard, mm-hmm. but we, we really wanted to build our family and have, have a, you know, a lot of children. And he did bless us and I feel like he heard our prayers because we came together our foundation was in him Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um, then of course God blessed us um, and I just I love this scripture it's meant a lot to me the Lord has really has blessed us in in so many ways but we have to do our part that's right and put him in our home Uh you know and and he blesses those who Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, because really do I that. I do believe in the different spiritual realms, right? I mean, you have 
Yeah. You have God's realm and you have Satan's realm. Mm-hmm. And if you're not giving it to God, somebody else is going to take it. Yeah. It's definitely. an open door. Definitely. Let's talk about that. You and I were talking about open doors and closed Mm -hmm. doors. Yes. And sometimes we delay doing something Mm -hmm. because we're waiting. We're going to pray about it. We're going to wait. And I haven't seen that open door yet. Right. Okay. Talk about that. What what is your thought on all that? Well, to me, I just feel like if it's God's plan, you got to work your way through it. You Mm -hmm. know, because I do believe, and we talked about this a little bit, I believe in it a God of open doors. And I also believe in a God of closed doors. Yeah. You know, because if it's not his will, he's going to stop you. He is. But I do believe that we use prayer as an excuse sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, or I just don't feel like that's right, you know, but, um, and in a lot of ways, I think that's Satan being able to stop us. Mm-hmm. So you know? how do we know if it's God's voice or Satan's voice? What have you done in your life to know? Well, I know that, if it doesn't align with God's word, Amen. Then it's not God. Yeah. yeah. You know. And and I still believe that you could do God's work and go in God's direction. And that may not be exactly where you're supposed mm-hmm. to be, but if you're working for the Lord, He's gonna bless it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then He's gonna say, Well, thank you for doing that. You know now. Now let's, now let's go yeah. to where I want you to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and I and I believe in that, you know, with all with everything inside of me. And so that's why I just choose to go and do. Mm-hmm. you know and and I pray as I go right you know right. but I'm not I'm not the person that's gonna say I, I'm gonna wait yeah same here you we're know? a lot a lot alike yeah. in that and I just because time is short that's right and I mean it you mm-hmm. know we just God needs all of us if you're listening he needs you that's right he needs all of us to do our part mm-hmm. to make the world better instead of complaining well why did this not happen or why, you know, why can't they be more like that? Well, God has made you to go out and, and help and love. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, we can love. Oh, absolutely. And we can serve and we mm-hmm. can be understanding and patient. And Yeah. And I just, always just think about, you know, when I think about Jesus' life and servanthood, I just think, man, he went from a throne to this earth. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I complain about picking up trash. Yeah. You know, or yeah. something silly, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, I have no idea... <laughs> Um, the beauty that he has seen. Yeah, definitely. Well, if there was one thing, I know, I thank you so much, Anna. You've just inspired me a lot with what you've said. And I know people listening, especially with children, will love these tips that you've said. If there's one thing that you can leave our listeners with to encourage them, what would that be? To change your perspective. To look at it through God's eyes. Yes. And to see everyone Mm-hmm. through Jesus's eyes and everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then what will happen when you do that? Oh, and then you'll be, I mean, your life will be more than you could ever imagine it. Yes, yes. And your your children and grandchildren for generations under you, Yes, you will see them in heaven yeah. one day. Exactly. That's yeah. the blessing. That is the blessing. Yes, yes, yes. definitely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's do our part. That's right. Get let's them work. all there. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's mm-hmm. make heaven full. Mm-hmm. As someone has told me before, Sarah yes. Wilkerson oh, yes. said, I want to work till heaven is full. I love that. Yes, that's so right. So, you know. Well, thank you again for joining us. Oh, you're so it's such a delight. And would you close us in prayer? I sure will. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so honored to come together and to talk about you. Thank you for giving us your word so that we can learn every day and that we can grow closer to you. And I pray for everyone listening right now that they would just feel your peace and know that you are with us always because that is your promise. We love you and we praise you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Yeah.